so. Feel the deep settledness of the moment. deep settledness of it. Don't get lost in daydreams. You don't have time for daydreams or fantasies. Just the moment itself. Feel the enormous at easement of the moment. What is true from this perspective? What is true? What does not come and go? What is true? (coughs) Do not superimpose anything on it. But from this deep at easement, what is true? Or what seems to be true? (coughs) Let that be a question of the heart. Some of us will meet that question with a spirit of adventure. Let me look and see what is true. That's the masculine side of us. A valid way of approaching that question. comes with a kind of resolution to truth and adventure. I want to find out what's true. A confidence in being able to even ask that question. Those are masculine qualities, very essential. I'm not trusting what's in front of my eyes. How do I know that's true? That's a masculine quality. Determination, resolution, confidence, 
adventure. Precious qualities of mind. Heart qualities of mind. Spiritual heart qualities of mind. Autonomous qualities of mind. light unto yourself qualities of mind. When you asked those questions, you were second to none. Buddha does not have supremacy over you. Not when you ask your own question. Feel that confidence of spirit. No room for timidity. No room for self-doubt here. Or, as the self-doubt arises, I'm going to look at that. That's the adventuresome spirit. What is that? Why does it keep pulling me back out of myself into a secondary authority, as a secondary authority? That's the adventure. Using the limitation as an object of adventure. What attitudes are defining this moment? What's behind there determining how I see? Scraping the, the plate as clean with those spatulas as possible. That's an adventuresome question. Let me know what's defining the way I see. That's a, you can feel the heart come forth in that question. It's not going to be contained.
we want to know what covers over our essence, we have to be complete in that questioning of all the layers that are superimposed upon it. That's our way forward. Now, once I ask those questions, I want to be receptive to them, receptive to where it points. If I ask what's the attitude I'm carrying, I want to be receptive and quiet to what is being shown as the attitude that I'm carrying. That's a female quality. I want to know what it is. I want to know why it has such a hold on me. Those are not intellectual questions. Those are experiential questions. What am I experiencing from this, seeing this, that informs me about its nature? So I have to be quiet. I have to be available. I have to be wide open. Not prejudiced. Those are female qualities. And I have to be courageous enough to hold the answer, to let the answer impart its truth to me, which it will. That's neither masculine or feminine courage. That's the combination of both. It's the come what may of life. The quality that receives conditions come what may and faces those conditions. without expectation of result.
So now bring that quality of wonderment and adventure, curiosity and confidence, openness to the path, however you have defined your path. That will keep you alive within your path. That will keep your path alive to you. Always grounded, not waffling, not lost in a kind of nuanced thought or feeling tone, not looking for a special experience, not adrift in yourself, but grounded. These questions are grounded questions. If you're just drifting, that's not a question. That isn't a statement of anything. That's a statement of your adriftness, which is nowhere. You're not even landing to be able to see. Don't drift. So I ask you again, what are you placing on top of this moment that is un, that is not essential? What are you believing in this moment? Is another way of asking it. And who would you be without that belief? Now you've undermined it. What are you believing in this moment? Open that question up wide. What am I believing in this moment?
And who would I be without that belief? Or what would I be without that belief? How does that belief hold my world together? Questions are not often tender. Usually they're very ruthless. They threaten areas of ourselves that we may not be willing to expose. So we are careful with the question. We don't rip it apart. We don't start taking off the scab of a cut prematurely. The cut's not healed yet. You're just aware of the resistance that you have to that question and where it might be leading. You get a sense of it. I won't forget this question. I won't let it be buried in my subconscious. And you'll come back around to it. Because the allure, uh, the, the allure of what I would be without this belief draws the heart towards it. Because it senses that there's a way in which I am being molded by that belief. I'm being confined within that belief. And that's intolerable. What is that belief? Let me get a f- feel it as an active part of your system, not as an abstraction, not as a thought, but as an actual way, the cement that holds certain founda- fundamental blocks of who or what we take the world to be. And just rest your attention there. anxiety or fear that might arise around that. The masculine and the feminine approaching it together. The patience to let the answer arise on its own. Not taking the pickaxe of my energy to it, but just letting letting it, resting my attention on there and showing up for it. Take your time. I'm here. I'm not looking away. I'm here. That's both loving and sustaining. 
So I'd like to offer a reflection and an exercise that you can do throughout the day if you'd like, if it fits. And again, I we do this every day, so you've had however days of the many days there have been in the month of exercises, and <laughs> so piles up and go. Okay, I like number six, but I can't remember what seven. You know, it's like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry about. That. If one excites you and energizes, stay with it until it doesn't anymore. Then that's all. So, from time to time, when you're outside or in. See if there's something that catches your attention by its beauty and awe. Sustaining your attention and opening to its beauty, opening to it the sense of awe. Where it's unexplainable, that's really all is mystery embellished in beauty. And it draws your heart right there. It's like... Unless you cover it over with, oh, I know what that is. That's a monarch butterfly. I wonder what it's doing here and why it's not back where it was in Mexico or wherever it is. (laughs) That's what we usually do. That's why it doesn't go anywhere. Except more knowledge about monarchs. So you meet it with quiet. Okay? Okay. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.